All right, guys. So today I got Joshua Harris in the building. Um, good friend of mine. He is a multitude. Does a multitude of things. Um, very well. He's a photographer, graphic designer, videographer, part-time stripper. No, I'm just kidding. He's not the last <laughs> one. Um, but he is. Know. What'd you say? As, as far as, as, as I know. know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I haven't gotten around to many of the clubs <laughs> around here, so I don't know. Um, but Josh, tell us a little about yourself and what you're doing now. Uh, yeah, I am actually Canadian. And, Canadian. Uh, yeah, fun fact. Yeah. I've been in Rapid where in, City. We're in Canada? I always forget. It's on the very east coast, a province called New Brunswick. New Brunswick, okay. So east of Maine uh, on the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Uh, but I've been in Is Rapid City. Is it cold, City. really cold there? Uh, in the winter, yeah. yeah. pretty cold. The winters Worse are... Worse than here? Uh, yeah, it's it's relentless. <laughs> yeah, once November hits... No thanks. It's just uh, cold for like five months. That sucks. Summers okay. are awesome. Winters are horrible. Horrible there? Yeah. <laughs> so So from Canada. Yep. New Brunswick. Um, I moved to Rapid City about six years ago. Okay. Um, I guess a boot is more Canadian. But a boot six years ago? But I've been in America for a while, so I learned to Does say Does that it. change? Your accent change? Uh, I, I learned to say about because it was too annoying to have people correct me all the time. Uh, okay. Or just say, Make oh, you, you said a boot. Yeah. <laughs> and so now I just say. When you go back to Canada, you say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Got to fit in with the culture. You That's know? right. That makes sense. So, uh, yeah, but I've been in Rapid City about six years. I moved here because a friend uh, let me know about a job opportunity. And I uh, moved here to work at Fountain Springs Church. Yep. And I was on the creative department there for five years and doing... Uh, a bunch of stuff, photography, graphic design, uh, running sound, some lighting, random things like that. At uh, one of the locations or all of them? Uh, I've been around. Okay. The, just kind of depends. Yeah, it just depends. Okay. Um, primarily, I've been at our east location over by the fairgrounds mm-hmm. on the east side of Rapid City. Um, and then about ooh, three months ago, I began to change my roles and um, what I actually went to school for. Uh, I went to seminary up in Canada back in 2003, and I'm going to be the location pastor of our new downtown location launching October 15th. It's going to be awesome, dude. I'm looking yeah, forward to that. me too. So one of the main reasons I wanted you on was to talk about that, because I think it's going to be awesome, right? Uh, I hope so. It will be. Um, yeah, so Josh asked me to be a, kind of help him you know, a little bit. I have a very small role in it, but just help her a little bit, be a greeter, be a smiling face at the door. Right, when everybody walks in, then shut up and sit down. Well, I just be, be the rock star Christian Morrison. Uh, yeah, basically. whatever. <laughs> um, so with that downtown location, you kind of went in, you said you went to seminary. And why did you want to become a pastor? So why did you go to seminary in the beginning? That's a great question. I had nothing else to do, I guess. No, just kidding. Hey, that um, could be the answer. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, actually, I thought I'd gonna, I was going to go into computer science. Okay. And I had applied and was going to go to university for that. Yep. Um, in my senior year of... It's interesting. In other countries, they say go to university. Oh, yeah. I've noticed. And here we say go to college. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know why. So but. in Canada, college is mostly for trades. Oh, okay. So you go to college to be a plumber, electrician, mechanic, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so university is, is uh, like more like white collar. Got it. Undergrad. That makes sense. Bachelors of uselessness. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. That's why they call it that. Yeah, so... And here it's That's trade why. school and college. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Whatever. Cultural. Yeah. It's like a boat. A boat. <laughs> uh, Am I saying that right? A boat? That's no, pretty good, yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, yeah, but my senior year of high school, 
which we also say grade 12 in Canada. Instead of senior year? Senior year. So grade 12. In, in grade 12. Okay. Uh, or 12th grade, I guess. Uh, I actually went on uh, a trip to the Czech Republic uh, to do something mission work and outreach. And I came back from that trip and I felt like it resonated with who I am and who I want to be. Yeah. And um, I thought to myself, you know, maybe I could make uh, my life doing this kind of thing. Yeah. And so I met with a counselor at a local seminary and we chatted and I applied and the rest is history. Interesting. How was seminary? What was that like? Uh, it was really great. Uh, it was a small school, like 300 students. So it was um, pretty small. Yeah, really yeah. small. My grad class in high school was 300 students. Really? Yeah. So yeah. it was quite a different experience. Yeah. Yep. Um, but probably the best part of it was the practical experience I got. Uh, being able to do things like going to nursing homes, working youth groups, uh, going to prisons, um, things like that that got me on the ground with people. So in seminary, you would do all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Is that normal? Um not necessarily, but I took some more practical classes to kind of get me on the ground. and I think it makes sense to do that. I yeah, just, I, I figured agree. it's not yeah. that normal, I would imagine. It depends on the school, probably. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of textbooks and a lot of classes, right, but right, right. There were, I think the practical side is what really, um, that's where you grow when you're yeah. on the ground with people and throwing it into the fire a little bit. It's like there's now classes, you can now get a degree in entrepreneurship. That's a thing. Did you know that? I did not know that. I've met probably a handful of people that are like, yeah, I got my degree in entrepreneurship. I'm like, what are you doing now? I'm just trying to figure out what to do with it. You know? <laughs> and it's like interesting to me that it's, to me, that's like saying I got a degree in being a professional uh, basketball player. It's the new arts degree. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like a weird degree to get. It's like, how do you get a degree in something that's like only learned? Yeah. You know, through like being on the battlefield so to speak i know it's weird yeah why not get a business degree but in your in to your point of you know uh being on the field and doing things if they had that in school like in business school and entrepreneurship and i know they do certain things mm -hmm. but what if your entire school was just like you know shadowing and, men and mentorship of successful people yeah that would I make more sense wouldn't it oh i think it'd be uh, helpful especially yeah. if, if they are experienced in the field and I mean, even what I'm doing now, the graphic design and photography, Yeah. I, uh, out of college, I joined a band and we toured for about six years and like bands need merch. And so yeah. thanks oh, to the, inter so the internet, merch for that. I learned how to use like Photoshop and yeah. all, all the Adobe products and do design. And, um, and so for the first, well, the past 10 years, I didn't use my degree per se. Yeah. Uh, first 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Uh, because the internet taught me what I needed to know. To survive. Yeah. So <laughs> That's awesome. So what do you think you're, uh, what do you think you're passionate about as far as, because I, I kind of hate that term, but I feel like you have some passions in your life more so than I do probably. So I'm curious, like as far as, you know, photography, graphic design, working in the church, which one of those would you kind of fit into your passion or would it be, would it be something else completely? Um, well, probably coffee is primary. Coffee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, just kidding. Although is it? That, it that, could be. That, that is a high hobby of mine. Okay. I, I, yeah. am, I do have way too many ways to brew coffee at my yeah. house. Yeah. Uh, but that's more. I, I have three. Oh, three that's pretty good. Coffee. Yeah, I have three ways to brew coffee. Yeah. And then I'm going to add an espresso machine once I finish mm, my. Fancy. So then I'll have four, technically. All right. Four ways. Nice. Yeah. That's a good. That's more than most. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my passion is uh, seeing people connect 
and in that connection growing personally and then making it a positive influence in the world. What does that mean? Uh, I think for me, it means becoming more holistic as a person. Okay. And so when someone encounters me, they leave that encounter better than when they, they met mm. me. That doesn't always happen, but if I you know can, you're the second person on this podcast to say that exact thing. Oh, no, really way. interesting. Yeah. That is I've never heard anybody else say that till this, but anyways, continue. Wow. Um, I really so like that. That's I think I for that. myself, orienting myself in a way, and my faith helps me do that. Uh, but then also helping others to uh, model the same uh, the same thing. And so I think my my faith and the Bible and Jesus um, they are a model and a mirror for me to to check myself and say, Hey, am I making the world more holistic and more whole, or am I uh, making it de- deteriorate and? Uh, worsening the world around me. So you're, you said that you want to make everybody you come in contact with, basically their life is a little bit better due to being in contact with you, right? Hopefully. So what does that look like to you? I'm curious. Uh, you're asking hard questions, man. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's too early in the morning. So like, let me give you an example. Uh, the last guy, my buddy Mitch, yeah. did you meet him when he was in town? He's from Colorado. I don't think Maybe so. Maybe you didn't. Um, anyways, he was like given an example of even if I just... I'm the only person that smiled with him that day. Yeah. He was like, in that in my head, if I was the only person that smiled on that day, I probably made their day better. And yep. in, in in essence, I was mm-hmm. helping their life that day a little bit. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, or are you I thinking think a little that's different? A, a, a great, simple, um, practical example. Okay. To take that further, maybe I know somebody and I can tell that they're down. And yeah. I just tell them that I care about them as a friend. Uh, or... Maybe I see them and they're uh, in a job they don't like and I can challenge them and say, hey, uh, listen, you hate your job. You're not happy. You're better than this. Um, I think you're great and talented. Find a new job. Um, Or, but just being able to speak into someone's life in a practical way uh, and encourage them, challenge them. Uh, Or if someone's just being a jerk and say, hey, you're not being a very nice person. Yeah. And hopefully inviting people into my life that they'll tell me the same thing. Yeah. And so like they say, Josh, um, what the way you acted today, uh, it wasn't very loving or it uh, wasn't kind or you were just kind of negative today. Hmm. And, uh, and I can say, oh, you know what? You were right. And uh, that isn't uh, the way that I want to live or uh, the tradition that I want to take part in. And yeah. so. Do you think it's like you, I just thought of this. You said, you want to make people's lives better. And then you said kind of what I was thinking already, but which is sometimes you can make people's life better and them not like you. Mm-hmm. What I mean is like, I know there's people I've come in contact with that are like, he's an ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. what, a, what a douche basically. Yeah. And that's because I will sometimes be really forward with people and tell them, look, this is what you're, this is what you're doing in my opinion is stupid and mm-hmm. you're messing up, but I'm doing it because I know they're better than that. Yeah. Not because I'm trying to be a jerk. Right. Right. But sometimes people need that tough love. Yeah. And I feel like most people are too scared to give it to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were saying, people are like, Josh, you weren't being. Basically, yeah. you, weren't, you weren't acting you today. What's the deal? What I try to do is invite people into that with me and say, hey, okay. I want you to tell me uh, if I'm not being who I you think I should be. And I think that invitation allows them to then reciprocate that and then invite you back into their situation. Yeah. Um, 
I try not to step too hard into people's lives who haven't yeah. invited me there. Makes sense. But if you invite me in there, I'm not going to bullshit you. Right. So uh, I think for me that the main th- the main way I will do that is if they are a close friend. Yeah. Or if they ask me to do it. Yeah. I usually ask everybody I know to do that to me. Yeah. And like, hey, when I'm out of line or if I'm doing something that you find, you know, wrong or you think I could be better than that, just tell me. Yeah. Because I don't know. Because I feel like most people don't tell you. Well, you know what I mean? It's so hard for us to perceive ourselves accurately. Oh, yeah. Just as yeah. people, um, it's like looking in a really distorted mirror, but we think it looks like a perfectly clear mirror. Right. And someone tells you, man, some of the hardest things in my life that I've experienced have been when someone's told me like, hey, you, uh, I remember a specific example. I had met someone, we've been friends for a while. And she said, I don't think that I want to really hang out with you because you're not the kind of person that is impacting my life positively. Dang. I know. And that yeah. really, I was, man, that crushed me. Yeah, I bet. And that was, a, I think, a big turning point for me because someone would step out and call me out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that isn't who I want to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I've thought back to that a lot. And I'm thankful that someone was yeah. bold enough to tell me. Yeah. And it hurt. But, man, it was definitely worth it. Hmm. Yeah, that would hit me hard, too. Someone said that to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, in a way, though, she positively impacted your life by saying that. Right? Totally. But at the time, it was like it didn't feel that way. Nope. That's interesting. God, it's weird how that stuff works. And there's people that are just going to be jerks or negative or whatever. And you so gotta, yeah, you got to be able to separate that. You have to yeah. be able to process and filter things. One of the hardest things for our society right now, I think, is filtering. We get so much information all the time. Yeah. It's like there's a hurricane in the Caribbean. There was Kim Kardashian just broke up with so-and-so yeah. and someone won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like only one of those things is important and the rest of them don't really matter. But we hear all these things. Yeah. And then none of those actually affect me personally where I'm at. Right. And so my, our brains aren't built to filter that information quickly and easily because mm-hmm. for 10 whatever, mil- 10 million, million 10,000, whatever you only yeah. knew what was in your direct vicinity Yeah. and news took a month to travel yeah. across the, the country. And so it's a good uh, point. Now we have to learn to filter properly, and that's hard. And so when someone tells you... Do you have like a process of that for yourself to filter that kind of stuff? I have a little bit of one, but um, I think that I would filter internally first. and then, What does that mean, filter internally? Um, like I'm in a, your own brain? Yeah, I'm a processor, okay. and so I'll sit and think on things. I like to exercise, and so when I'm running or working out, I'll Same. think about those things. Uh, and then I like to bounce that off some people. Hey, someone told me this. Is this... Is this accurate? Should I take this to heart? And having people around me that mm. I feel like uh, care about me, yeah, yeah, and uh, have some wisdom that I can bounce things off of and say, "Hey, am I out of line here?" Or so. So for me, I was kind of thinking on the fact of like I block myself from certain outlets, mm. like meaning I really don't listen to the news ever. Yeah, ever. I'm very specific now because I used to just pour it all in. Yeah, because I get into politics personally, right, yeah. and in that case, I love it. <laughs> So I don't watch it at all now because I will go overwhelmed. So I will have certain things that I read. Right. And then every once in a while, a political podcast that I listen to to make sure I'm up to date on, know what's going on. But I block myself from all the major news outlets. Um, I don't watch them at all because mm-hmm. they would get in my head all the time. It yeah. actually make me depressed yeah. a little bit. So I stopped watching that. And then the other thing I do is I'm very particular on what I listen to 
and what I read. Right. So one thing about it is I still look at social media quite a bit. Uh, social um, media. I have my feed blocked on Facebook for the most part. Yeah. Like I have a news feed eradicator, so I don't see what everybody posts. Oh, that's cool. Um, but on my phone, I don't have that, so I'll uh, look at it sometimes. But my bad, the bad one that I'm bad at is Insta- uh, Instagram. Yeah. So I love Instagram. The so scroll. I think it's awesome, yeah. yeah. Um, my girlfriend gets mad at me all the time for that. So, <laughs> um, so Instagram I really like. And, but I do follow specific people on Instagram too. You know, it's usually people that I look up to, people that usually put out good content. So, yeah. And then I have a couple of people that I follow that are like relatives and friends mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I try to make it to where everything that goes in my brain has a purpose to right. it, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that's good. I think that was the way I filtered it yep. personally, just because I got too far into the other side of it. You know Gr- what I mean? Growing up, my mom would say, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, it's so, tr- it's so true, man. Whatever you put you in there. the most simple saying in like the success world of all time is, what you focus on expands. Hmm. It's bizarre how true that is. Yeah. Bizarre. For example, this podcast. I've been thinking about doing the podcast for like two and a half, three years, literally. And then finally one day I just like woke up and I was like, why the hell am I not doing this? Yeah. And I, and then you have all these excuses. I did anyway. So yeah. I was like, no one's going to want to be on it. It's going to be kind of dumb. No one's going to watch it. And then immediately the first day I started it, I got like 3,000 views on the first video, right? Yeah. And then the next thing that happened was I set up like 10 podcasts in the first day. Right. And I was like, oh, people do want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You make up yeah. these stories in your head. But then I, the more I focused on it, the more I like had ideas and the opportunities have opened up. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. The more you focus on stuff that does expand. I'm not I sure agree. how that works exactly, but it definitely does. Yeah, I agree. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. It's uh. There's always a million reasons not to do something. Yeah. And uh, just got to do it. So did you have hesitation with running the church downtown? I did. In your head? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I was pretty comfortable where I was. I could um, keep my head down, yep. power through, do my thing. No one really bothered me. I was good at what I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, changing roles like is stepping out for me. Yeah. Because um, it could fail. It could flop. Um, no one could show up. Uh, it yeah. could, yeah. It's not gonna happen, but it could. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Um, and so, and it, it it puts me more in the spotlight, which I'm not a big fan of. Right. I like being kind of the guy behind the scenes, um, but just having the word pastor in front of your name comes with a lot of expectations. Yeah. And uh, whether they're accurate or should be there, I need to be I need to be aware of them because yeah. people. Um, will project onto you what they think they that you should oh, be. Oh yeah, dude. I yeah, being a pastor would be tough because everybody's judging you immediately. Yeah, yeah. Watching every move, what yeah. you say, what you totally. do, what you wear. Yeah, probably. I would imagine. Um, hmm. what is your biggest thing you're excited about with it? Uh, I'm really excited for uh, the community aspect. Uh, I love the space that we're in. I love the location. My wife so, and I. So cool. It's yeah. so cool. My wife and I just bought a house uh, downtown yep. through our realtor, Christian Morrison. What? Maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> uh, and so we live uh, like four it's blocks from awesome downtown. House. Very cool. I yeah. love location and I love downtown Rapid City. Yep, me too. And uh, I'm Josh there. and I live like a block from each other. So That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so for me, it's just the opportunity to build community in a place that I, I live and that I love. And uh, the space is just one big room. 
Yep. And uh, it's it's a cool spot to It's to one of the out. cooler churches, especially the feeling of the church that I've ever seen. Yeah. As far as like, like you said, there's no like, it's not blocked off. It's yeah. not like, okay, now we go in the auditorium. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's not traditional, which I like. Yeah. I mean, so it'll be cool. It was a bar for a long time. Yep. And uh, I'm used to hanging out in both places. So what is it going to be like to go to church? At the downtown location of Fountain Springs, what is that going to be like? Um, that's a good question, Christian. Uh, do I ask really tough questions? No, <laughs> I feel like no. maybe I do. No, uh, I think that more so. I don't usually just spout off answers, and so that's good. Uh, yeah. I think in some ways it'll be. Well, it depends on what context you're coming from. I'm walking in for the first time. Never been to yeah. church. Okay, here's the here's the person, right? Yeah. Never been to church before. I work downtown. Christian Cape coming by and annoying me, telling me to come to church there, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I'm walking in for the first time. Sure. How, what, what is that going to be like for me? All right. That's, that's a great way, to, great, great way to ask that. So um, when you walk in, uh, there'll probably be someone there to shake your hand and say hi. Okay. Um, probably going to be me. It could be Christian. <laughs> it could be me. Yeah. And then you can either talk to them or just put your head down and walk by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Maybe the second one. Yeah. It yeah. depends on who you are. Yep. Now, there's talkers and there's hiders. Talkers and there's doers. Yeah. That's what we'll go with. <laughs> sure. And uh, <laughs> I would definitely probably walk past personally yeah. if I was my first time. <laughs> and I would talk to him but, for sure. Uh, yeah. And then they'll answer your questions and there's uh, coffee and drinks and uh chance to just hang out there's some couches and some nice chairs and then once uh seven o'clock hits we'll uh gather together um in some setup chairs and we'll sing for a while some songs and then uh we'll hear a message from our lead pastor pastor david probably or one of the other pastors on staff and then uh we'll be done and we'll hang out for a bit then go home nice Real simple. <laughs> Real simple. Yeah. I was thinking when you walk in, you're going to feel like very welcome. It's going to be a very warm feeling. You're going to feel like, you know, I walked into somewhere that I'm allowed to be in a yeah, weird l- way. Yeah, listen to Christian. He's good at selling this. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking anyway. Yeah, like, my, my brain's all practical all the <laughs> yeah, time. I know what you mean. I was just thinking like for me, I'm like what I like about the space is you're going to go in. The decor, the environment is very welcoming. It's very yeah. warming. You're going to walk in, you have a full service coffee shop, right? That you can go to. Yeah. And you can go to Josh and Tom. He'll pay for your coffee every single time. Just That's probably true. <laughs> and I will too. That's the thing. You walk in, you don't have to worry about, you know, paying for anything. You don't have, you're not pressured to give money like every other church. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can, obviously you can't give money. Yeah. There's an invitation to give in right. the middle of the service, right. but it's no obligation. But you know, other churches, it's more pressure, high pressure in mm-hmm. my opinion. And yeah, we don't we don't pass anything around. Right. There's not the offering plate and you feel awkward because everybody's like, Did he give money? You know? <laughs> Did he put a twenty in there? I always take twenty out. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's very low pressure. And the messages are always for me, they're very practical messages. So you're gonna go in there, you're gonna get something out of the message that you can use in your everyday life, whether it's spiritual, whether you know it's spiritual, or whether it's not. But no matter what, whoever's walking in there's gonna get something out of that experience. And you're going to definitely get a relationship out of that place if you open up to it. Yeah, I remember one time you and I were talking and I asked what you thought about church and the messages and you showed me your phone of all the notes you'd taken. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this guy takes more notes than I do. <laughs> uh, 
because you're right. I think the one thing I like about the messages is they are practical and down to earth, uh, and they're deep, but they're also simple. Yeah, and uh, really simple truths. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, and there's there's good people there to connect with, and yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think especially if you've never been to church, I think the downtown location church, which is on Tuesday nights at seven o'clock, starting on the fifteenth. Um, will be a very cool experience for someone who doesn't go to church typically. Yeah, it's really low key. It's yep. low pressure. Um, it's a lot of young people, um, people that you would probably hang out with anyway. Yeah, outside church. Yep. Um, and it's just a chance to come in and be with them, and engage uh, spirituality and faith, and uh, see what it's like to. Also, meet the music people. is very high level. Yeah, you guys are incredible at music. You know, all the musicians and singers are all legit top-notch musicians, you know. So it's not like you got a choir up there. It's going, yeah. I'm not making fun of that. Yeah, totally. But I'm just saying it's like a totally different feel. If you look at and a I lot like, of the... I like traditional churches. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I personally was raised around that. Yeah. But uh, I also like that quote-unquote new school churches. Yeah. And it's just totally different. Like, if you've it never is. been to church and you go to a traditional church, it's going to feel like stuffy to you probably a little bit you're gonna feel out of place and awkward yeah and i think you know maybe the newer school church is like a segue for that kind of stuff maybe now but um yeah i just like the feeling of that so much better for somebody who doesn't go or somebody who doesn't like the traditional church feel or if you just want to (laughs) go yeah (laughs) because that's what i do so a lot of the guys that play on our music uh, music music team and the band at church they play in other bands around town um, yeah, just a lot, you're a lot, one of them. A lot of the best cover bands around town. Yeah, the very best cover band around town. <laughs> uh, What's it called? The no- Notably Sound. Notably Sound. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, um, playing at the four four five on uh, November seventh and eighth. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but other bands, I don't want to drop their name without them saying I can. But right. a lot of the guys playing some great bands around town, and they also play uh, for us on the weekends and Tuesday nights. And so we have some great musicians. You don't think these bands would want to shout out? I don't know. Do you think they'd care? I don't know. <laughs> probably wouldn't care. Yeah, probably not. But Okay. Well, um, yeah. So I just kind of want to explain that, what I thought that would look like too. Sorry to cut into your fire there. No, dude, I love how you sold that. It's like, <laughs> I, you'll, you'll walk into a relaxed atmosphere with you'll warm lighting and friendly essence. faces. <laughs> Full service guy. You'll shop. feel home. <laughs> so I should have said it. Home. When you walk into Fountain Springs. <laughs> You feel like you've walked home for the first time <laughs> after a long journey. Your head is laid down. You're relaxed. <laughs> Your whole body is relaxed from head to toe. You ever been in yoga classes? Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. Um, anyways, so, okay, Josh, you've done Christian. kind of a, quite a bit of stuff in your life. You've been in a band, traveled the world somewhat, right? Yeah. How many countries have you been to? Uh, six or seven, probably. Okay. It's pretty good. I've yeah. only been to three. So, um, so travel the world a little bit. You were in a band for a long time. Done a lot of graphic design. Well, your graphic design and photography sounds like it was self-taught. It is online, yep. online basically. Yep. Um, which is everything that I do, pretty much. Yeah. Um, which is cool to me because that takes a little bit of hustle. I guess it you does could take say. some hustle. So you did that. Now you're doing. Now you're going to run the church downtown. What does the future look like for Josh Harris? What does he want to do? That's a great question. Well, Christy and I, my wife, just bought a house. Yep. And so we're locked into Rapid City for 
At least three or four months. Yeah, at least. <laughs> I say at least six, even. At least six months. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, I don't really know. I know my next thing, my next focus is our church downtown. Yep. And that's kind of where I'm putting all my... Okay, probably better question is what's your goal with downtown? Oh. Uh, I mean, I'd love to see a bunch of people there. Uh, that'd be great. But only because that means that more people are being positively influenced and, mm-hmm. and, and impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, even if there's 50 of us who meet on a regular basis uh, for a long time, but that group is growing and becoming more like who I think we're supposed to be more kind, more patient, more loving, um, more gentle. And uh, we as a, as a group, uh, reflect that wholeness to those around us. And so um, my my big goal is that the downtown location uh, influences people to be a positive influence on Rapid City hmm. um, and that uh, it's a place that feels comfortable, that feels... Um, like home. Like like home. <laughs> like a community. Yeah. Like, um, like people who care about each other. Yeah. Um, and that you're cared for when you go there because you're human being yeah that's cool man honestly it's really cool to me the fact that you said you know basically if you had 50 strong people there that were all positively influenced from the church or positively impacted from the church because that 50 would spread Mm -hmm. for sure yeah because if 50 people are doing well they're going to help three to five people a piece do better and it's going to keep spreading and spreading so that's pretty cool it's cool what you can do with just a small group of people yeah you know it's awesome do you think, could you ever foresee growing out of that space? I think it's possible. Yeah. Um, What's our max capacity there, do you know? I I would imagine our max capacity is maybe 120 people. Um, the option of adding a second night or a second, right. second time to gather. Right. Um, do I that ha- first. Before yeah, you I'd hate to move out of the space because it is so cool. Uh, so cool. Yeah, and it is our church offices, and so we're being financially responsible by using a space we already have. Totally makes sense. Um, yeah. And uh, I love the location, and yeah. so um, it's possible in the future. Um, we also have other locations that that meet around town, and uh, I mean, one of the big pushes for downtown is to offer a service that is not on the weekends because there's so many people that um, work bar closed Saturday night mm-hmm. and don't want to get up at mm-hmm. 10 in the morning for church yep. or work shift work at the hospital um, or just have no days off at all except for Sunday. And um, it's a chance to say, you know, take your day off and take your the time that you need or work the job you need to work, but still come, um, to, church on come to church on Tuesday because, because it's available. And so we're just trying to meet people where they're at um, because not everyone can show up on a Saturday or Sunday to a service. And so, um, but if we grow and people, their schedule changes, they can go to a weekend service right. um, on a Saturday or Sunday at one of our other locations. And so yep. there's cool. options. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, how are we looking on time? Let me see. How are we looking good? We got a little time left. So going into official launch day is the 15th of October. That's right. Yep. Correct. And then it'll be every Tuesday. Every uh, Tuesday night. At 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. How long people tend to be there? An hour? About an hour, yeah. An hour 15 maybe. Yeah. I would say show up at 6.45, 6.30, yeah. 
so you can get some coffee, hang out for a little bit, chat with some yeah, people. Yeah, at 615, our coffee shop will be open. 615? Yep. Okay. And so you can show up anytime after that um, or before. I'll be there. So, um, And just hang out until service starts. One unique thing about downtown uh, is it's a pretty small space. And so uh, at our other locations, there are our kids' services for kids six weeks to five years old. Okay. Um, but downtown, there that isn't an option. Hmm. Okay. And so if kids' services are, are an important value for you or your family, um, a weekend service can be better at this point. For you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I was going to ask you a question before you got on here. Oh, your graphic design and photography stuff. Yeah. What are you going to do with that in the future? Because you probably don't have much time for it right now. Yeah. It's been it's been a little tough because I'm still doing some of that stuff for the church. Yeah. And then occasionally still doing things freelancing, but mm-hmm. that's mostly been um, pushed aside by moving houses yeah. Oh, yeah. and totally makes sense. job and everything else. I still love that stuff. And actually one of my most fun things for me right now is, is photography. Okay. Um, but it's... I'd like to keep doing it, and but more so as a hobby, as a passion, as a creative outlet. Yeah. Um, because I want to do it, and so it's still something I want to do, and be connected to, and that kind of stuff. So. So you think you'll still do it in the future? Yeah, hopefully. Or like a hobby type thing. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, you've done a lot of my stuff, so. Actually, all my social media pictures you've done, I'm pretty sure. That's possible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, like my profile pictures and stuff like that yeah. and all my business cards and all that jazz. So I'm working on a new brand for you too. That's right. Yeah. I'll show you what I, what I worked up oh, before sweet. we leave. Uh, cool. It's pretty, pretty, it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's pretty, uh, I think I'm pretty okay. <laughs> I'm decent with that stuff, but yeah. I'll spend like six hours and then I'll get, and I'll be like, dude, this is all I came up with in six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I think I'm decently creative, nowhere near as creative as you, but decently creative where I can come up with stuff and I'm yeah. not scared to try stuff and stuff like that but yeah it's, it's, it takes practice like everything in life for the more sure you practice it the more easy it comes yeah that's definitely true well um, if everybody's watching and listening Josh wants to get a hold of you wants to know more about church downtown what's the best way for them to get a hold of you and to learn about the church uh, you can go to the church website okay it's fs.church so that's like, it like dot com but dot church is there like a slash downtown or anything or no uh, there is. You can go to downtown.fs.church. Okay. Uh, is that probably the best place to learn about downtown? Probably. It's more just a little like a address, time, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, you can find me on Facebook or email me at joshh at fs.church. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's a website, email. I'm all over social media, Facebook, Instagram. Josh M. Har- a. M. Harris? Joshua A.M. Harris. Joshua A.M. Harris. Okay. I'll add all those links. In the video for you, so that everybody. I'm on can LinkedIn, but I never go. I never go on there. Really, you should get on LinkedIn, man. I know. I you mean, know. I have an account. Yeah, but you should get on more. Yeah, I know. I like it a lot. I'm trying to get back on Twitter, but no one's on there. So, dude, I do not use Twitter. I've never used Twitter before. Someone asked me that. Ever? Yes. No. Oh, dude. I don't think I, I might have had a Twitter account when I was like 17. Yeah. 18, but I've had it a long time. Yeah. Um, but no, I've never really used it. Interesting enough. I like Twitter, but I always forget to go on it. So yeah, obviously. LinkedIn I like a lot. It's probably my, one of my favorites at the moment. But anyways, okay, I'll add all the links in there so everybody can find you. Church guys is going to be launched on downtown locations. Launched October fifteenth at seven p.m. Be there at six forty-five or six thirty. I'll be there. You can see this beautiful face when you show up, and this gorgeous face when you show up. We'll be there as well, speaking yeah. on stage probably for a little bit. I'll probably say a word or two. Yeah. Um, so guys, you guys should come on the fifteenth. Yeah. Josh, 
I'll buy you a coffee. Josh will buy every single person that comes a coffee. Not every single one. I'll pitch in too. <laughs> thanks, man. I, I back. I'll back you up there. So, yeah. Josh, thanks for thanks for doing this, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Glad to be here. See you guys in the next one. All right. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching this episode of the podcast. If you made it to this part of the video, that means you made it all the way through the podcast, and I really appreciate that. I would love for you to do me a favor, and if you're in the area, I would love for you to drop a comment, share this as well, and tell me who you think I should interview next or who you would love to see on the podcast and learn more about, and I'll do my best to get them on the show. Or if you have a connection, get me in contact with them. We will get them on this podcast. Guys, thanks so much for watching. And last, lastly, the only way this podcast is even possible is through my personal real estate business. So if you know anybody that's looking at buying or selling or investing in the Black Hills area, please give me a call, shoot me a text, or shoot me a message here, direct message. You can get me on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all those platforms, at Christian Morrison SD. The rest of my um, contact information will be in the description of this video. So thanks so much for watching, guys. I really appreciate it. We'll see you on the next episode.